0: Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi Hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here, and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: Flying yeah. Down with
2: Janet Graber
1: <laughs> and Michael Kaufman, And i podcast.
0: C- would you stop talking over our intro? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's half the fun.
0: <laughs> Guys, the gang's all here.
1: The gang's all here. Woo! We're all back.
0: Yay. Mark, Easton, Mike, and Jana. Just <laughs> the whole crew.
1: That's the wrong order, I think. Is it no?
0: I mean, it's okay. It's fine. Um, we're back in Nashville. We're back from New Iberia, Louisiana.
3: We are two. We did two two episodes there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. And the last one was just basically you and Easton
3: holding it down.
0: Which I started to listen to it, and then you were kind of talking bad about me. So I was just like, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to listen
3: to this. Anymore. I didn't talk anything <laughs> bad about you. You got to listen to it in its entirety. Okay. Right, Easton? Yeah, you're very complimentary. And and I'd like to say we got some rave reviews from that episode.
0: Oh, by the way, I was sitting in bed last night and Mike starts laughing and I said, "What's so funny?" And he goes, "Easton just texted me saying that someone appreciated our nerd talk."
3: That email was so good. <laughs> they wanted
0: us to break down the Spider-Man stuff going on. Ooh, <laughs> let's not.
3: <laughs> did you Jana, did you get any feedback from any of the episodes?
0: Yeah, they really liked y'all's perspective. On things. Really? Yeah. Which is, I do want to listen. It's just so funny the timing in which I listened to it because I, I fast forwarded some of the stuff to get to where you were at. Right. And then it was just like, you know, Jan and I have been and she's been. I was like, man, just right to just like, you got to
3: listen to all wrong? of it because it had it, none of it was about what's Janna doing wrong.
2: Hmm. It
3: was more about what I'm doing <laughs> wrong, actually. Yeah, that's true. want to be honest here. <laughs>
0: No, it was just funny though, but I I really truly wanted to listen, but it's been a little busy, but I'm, I'm excited to get in the car. I should have listened to it today, but I was listening to the new Taylor Swift CD. Priorities. Album. So which good. It was really good. You know what? I've never been, how do I say this? I,
3: I'll say it for us. Okay. Usually from a first listen within like a new Taylor Swift song, Jan and I are in the same boat where usually it's like, nah, I'm not a big fan of it. But then after we listened to it several times, we're like, actually, this is a really good song. So usually we don't like a T T Swift song from the initial listen, but with everything she's had recently,
0: Um, we're jamming, jamming like today, Jolie was being a a rat in the car. And I was like, you need to calm down. You're being too loud. I'm just like, uh oh, (laughs) and then I started putting it on and she started screaming at me. But I just am like jamming to T Swift right now. All of a sudden, it's just I don't think I could ever be in her squad per se because I think we're not I I don't think we have a lot in common but I do think but I am like I love her music and it was so cool because I saw Demi Lovato tweet out to her Instagram story like hey no matter what girls gotta support girls and this music this girl's putting out amazing music and it's true I'm like yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I could ever be friends with her but damn she's got a really good album right now
1: yeah what do you? Any tracks standing out to you that you love? Like I have a couple that I'm really I fond of. I
0: love the Dixie Chicks one.
1: That I cannot. I have a hard time with that one. Really? Because it makes me cry.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't listened oh, to it yet. Man. So I got to listen to it's, it. it. It's intense. I mean, it was the first time. I mean, I I was let me pull up the album right now. Um, but it was the first listen because I was stuck in the car for a long time. So I really liked that one. It's
3: called
1: "Soon You'll Get Better."
0: Oh my God, that one just like slayed me. Mm. I really liked "Cruel Summer."
1: Yeah, that's that, there's rumors that's uh, the next single. Though Taylor says they. Don't I could know. hear that, so I was
0: thinking either "Cruel Summer" was going to be in the next one, or there was another one that I was listening to that was. I was like, okay, this could be another single Paper too. Rings, Paper it Rings. seems like a single. Yeah, that one does too. I I was and I liked. It was weird because I didn't think I would like the Miss Americana and the Heartbreak mm-hmm, Prince. Mm-hmm. Loved that song. That
1: one's growing on me big time.
0: The man obsessed with.
1: <laughs> yes, that's a big one. I, when did this? When did the album come out?
0: Like a couple of weeks ago? Oh, I haven't
1: listened to any of those.
0: Yeah, oh. the, the man, I'm like loving. The Archer, you know, first listen, I was like, okay, it's yep. popping. Um, I'm not like obsessed with London Boy.
1: No, that was a little um, weird. The, you know what I love? And the Archer is a good example of this. And as a songwriter, maybe you mm-hmm. can help me because I'm not a songwriter. I feel like her bridges are so much better than anybody else's bridges. Like most people's bridges Agreed. seem like an afterthought. But for her, she sees it as the absolute build up to the final chorus. Like, so it just peaks to this pinnacle. And she's so good at that.
0: And that's what I think makes her a really good songwriter. Not to like go on this like T-Swift run right now. But like usually whenever I'm writing, writers hate bridges. They just hate it. They're like, they don't think it's necessary. A lot of them don't write bridges. And most time I'm like, well, let's just repeat the chorus, do a breakdown chorus. And that's usually what ends up being the bridge. Yeah. And just to your point, she takes advantage of the bridge and like knocks it out of the park. So
3: yeah. for those of us who have no idea what you're talking about. It's
0: after the second chorus is the bridge. So like after the first verse, second verse, you know, first, first verse, then it comes the first chorus, then the second verse, second chorus, and then there's the bridge.
3: So, but after the second co- the chorus, is there the another end. verse and then the bridge? No, it'd go, it it'd go verse,
0: bridge? chorus, and then end.
3: Yeah, that's boring.
0: So, but <laughs> most people just do, <laughs> no, but then most people just will do like, Like if you listen to any of my songs that I write, I'm like, oh, just do a breakdown chorus and then go into the chorus. And then the the hard
1: part's the chorus, right? That's the really that's what you put the most effort into.
0: Uh, Yeah, because you want it to be super like hooky, catchy, catchy, sing along. But man, I mean, she just she she freaking slayed that album. And again, first listen, there was I haven't listened. I didn't. I wasn't able to listen to two of the songs. Like I didn't hear False God or Mm. Daylight. Um, but yeah, it was just. It was good. And it's funny because we haven't genuinely loved everything she's put out. I mean, mm-hmm. I loved her back in the country days for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but even Michael and I both were like, hey, babe, I like me. I was like, I do too. <laughs> well,
3: even we were yeah. listening to Alexa the other night with Jolie uh-huh. dancing around making dinner and Mean came on. Yeah, and I forgot, how, so like good. that song's so old, but it's so good.
0: Uh, I love all of her country stuff. A lot of people, my friend, well, my friend, our friend, Sarah, thought she was making a country album.
3: Sarah who? Gretzky. She thought that this recent album mm-hmm. was going to be a country she album? She just kept
0: thinking it was going to be a country album, which no. would be an interesting. But I like the fact that she kind of got the Dixie Chicks on there. Anyways, I know we just like went off on a major T-Swift rant, but... So, yeah. Now you got to listen to it. I will. Mark, what's been up with you? Because I feel like we haven't wind down with you lately
1: um everything's fine we spent labor day up in ojai at this uh, mm. resort up there that uh, every year ojai for birthday, uh, ryan seacrest that's the one gets me a weekend there oh, with my glorious. family and it's the greatest gift anyone's gotten me and now, but now there is competition oh, oh, as of this year oh. <laughs> until this year it's the greatest gift. Yeah.
0: he's like it's the greatest gift ever i mean i'm sorry mike thank you for your <laughs> present
3: <laughs> I see you, Ryan Seacrest. Game on.
0: <laughs> Great. Now no, we're sending Mark to Maui but... next, month, next year.
1: <laughs> I have all these bruises on my upper uh, arm here. You can't see them, but Easton can see. See those bruises, Easton? Oh, on my, my arm? God. What yeah. happened? Why? Why? It's because we were playing in the pool, and this a nine-year-old girl made friends with my kids, and then I kind of joined them. We were playing. Um, I, had, I had this ball, and they, their job was to get the ball away from me. And this girl thought it'd be good to slow me down by pinching my inner arm. Oh. <laughs> and so, this was like the random girl? This random girl just uh, just or crawling can, all over me and pinching my know. arm. And so now I got bruises all over my arm. But Did you tell her fine. to stop? I mean, a little bit, but... That she needs to calm down. She does. She <laughs> did. But it's fine. But everything's good. Thank you for asking.
0: Good. Are you okay? Oh, Sorry. Geez. I'm done. I'm done.
1: But I should say Stuck the gift joking that we were doing that Jan and Mike got me a pretty fantastic gift for my birthday.
0: It was all Mike. I'm really bad with birthdays. But that's okay. Honestly. It's
1: from the two of you. It I is mean, from us. It is. If it's from me, it's from us. If it's from you, it's from us. They but know that I'm a big Milwaukee Brewers fan. They got me a baseball bat <laughs> autographed no by idea you were Robin Yount, the greatest brewer of all time. That was pretty cool. Really above and beyond because no. I I expected nothing. I mean, why would you get me anything? It's completely But here's where I'm stressing
0: though: is now Easton's birthday is coming up, and now I feel like it's like that's a thing with gifts, you know?
1: I love, I love it
3: though. Oh,
0: I love giving gifts. You know me. I'd rather give gifts to everybody, but my thing is, is like it's just you know, it's a lot.
3: <laughs> not, you just gotta. Be, <laughs> it's it's not about the amount. It's about. Knowing what that person appreciates and yeah. loves more.
1: I feel like it's is easy.
0: Yeah, you just buy him like an Avengers t-shirt. Hey,
1: he's so passionate about a number of things.
2: You know, the greatest gift is just being a part of this podcast. <laughs> That's really <laughs> it.
0: Easton, by the way, I loved seeing you on set the other day. Oh. Yeah. You just were like chumming it up. Although I was very upset you didn't say bye. Well, you were in the middle of, you are making a major motion picture. I didn't want to <laughs> interrupt the major shot. Motion. For a lifetime, guys. <laughs> <laughs> let's calm down with the major motion thing. It's
3: going to be fantastic. Hey, November 16th.
0: <gasps> Aww, wow, so that that's a quick so turnaround, sweet. isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah.
3: November 16th.
0: Christmas yeah. in Louisiana. I can't
3: wait to watch.
0: It's funny, though, because if you go on my IMDb, it's like Christmas in Mississippi, Christmas in Louisiana. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're getting all 50 Where's states, next? like we said. <laughs>
0: like, Let's do it. Uh, I'm really excited about the guests we have on today.
3: It's going to be awesome. She's a doctor. Yeah, that's it.
0: Well, no, she's... it's I I just like what this app that she talks about.
3: No, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have Dr. Judy Ho on the podcast later today. She has a new book out called Stop Self-Sabotage. Six Steps to Unlock Your True Motivation. I have a lot of questions about that.
0: I have a lot of questions about the last name. Like, would you change your last name? Like, would you not (laughs) get married to someone because their last name was Ho? (laughs) It's a valid question.
3: <laughs> That's like Al. His last name's Butt.
0: <laughs> that is true. Michael's best friend, Al Butt.
3: Al His Butt. Butt.
0: So I'm like, when you meet a guy, I mean, I know I do. Like when I'm in, in middle school, high school, and you're doing the hearts, like Jana, you know, Thomas or whatever. It's like Jana Butt. <laughs> Jana Ho.
2: <laughs> That's interesting. You
1: got to factor that in when you meet someone. What? I'm
0: saying I think you do. Is that rude to factor in? And okay, here I From The emails. I'm. I'm not being. I, you know, I'm not being mean. I'm just saying. Is it? Is it something where you're just like, I just love the person so much. My last name is Penis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think. I think some people uh. definitely look into that. I mean, you hate our last name just because.
0: I'm not a fan of it, but it's only because people
3: can't understand. I
0: literally say on the phone. Coffin, C-A-U-S-S, as in Sam I N. They're like, okay, Miss Coffin, and I'm like, I literally just spelled it out for you. <laughs> Mike is
1: still Mike Kramer in my phone. You know.
0: <laughs>
1: as I should be. Oh, I love it. I didn't think of the coffin element.
0: It's so, and I, the part that bothers me is that I go out of my way to spell it out for them.
1: My wife hates our last name too. And I, and I, What's your and last I'm kind name? of Molnitsky. Molnitsky. It's just cumbersome. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> What's your last I, name?
1: I get, I get I it to it. a degree, but I also am a little insulted when she hates it so much.
0: Are you insulted when I hate yours? Ours?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, exactly. There it is. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why Janet
3: doesn't even consider it her, <sighs> her last name, even though legally it is.
0: It's, but I'm just, because it's just, it is frustrating though. Like when, when you, when you go out of your way to say S, S as in Superman or Sam and people still say, okay, Miss Coffin.
3: I get it. I've dealt with it my whole life. Or they add an L in there for Clawson, which I never even mentioned.
0: So then why would you be offended if we went to Kramer?
3: Because <laughs> I'm like, like, the best thing is, is a lot of times Jana still books things under Jana Kramer because it's just easier. And so Jana would give me crap like all the time about my last name and the issue so she booked something kramer we show up to this resort for a vacation and they say oh welcome mr and mrs Kramer." and i
0: was <laughs> the just like one time thank you the i was like thank you that's all i is- need
3: that's all i needed was one person to pronounce it cor- incorrectly
0: but i always say this is actually his last name's Cosson let's say Cosson at places. Crossing what? Like when we go to a hotel. Oh, I don't
3: stuff. care. At this, oh, maybe early on. Early I was, on. Early on, I was, I was a little bit more self-conscious. Now I'm like, yo, say your last
1: name. Let's get hooked up. <laughs> I was like, I'll be Mr. Kramer. I'll get you a
0: free ice cream. It's about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll take it. I met a family over the weekend whose last name was Hamburger. If Mike had been Mike Hamburger, would you be Jenna Hamburger?
0: <laughs> See, that is just where that's exactly my, my point. And I'm curious. I want, I truly want people to, because I'm not trying to be vain. This isn't, this is just a, a fun topic conversation. I'm truly not trying to be at the names end of the day. Names like
3: that exist. And yeah. We're and at the end it. of the day,
0: I would love him no matter what. I just think it's funny. So I'm just curious if anyone else has any funny last names. Or what they could have yeah, married there's into. There's got to be
3: someone that listens that like took Semen, their husband's last name. Like was Mr.
0: Seaman was our swim coach, <laughs> and I'm like, in in high school, I'm like, would I be a Mrs. Seaman? I don't know. Like again, if your last name was Seaman, it, it just, it's just you got, you have to have real, like, you know, hello, Mr. Seaman, and shout out to my swim coach. <laughs>
2: My wife Allison could not wait to change her name.
3: Uh, her last name was Drinkert, and when she was in college, her, so her first name's Allison. Her uh, email address was a at ucsc.edu.
1: and she hated it because it so. cuts you off after so many letters. Exactly, <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious.
0: Like I would never actually ask, ask Dr. Ho if she is that it. Yeah, Dr. Ho. See <laughs> again, like I would never actually ask her. You're
1: not going to? I thought this was all a part of setup. Do you? No, because her this.
0: I'm not. I'm actually not rude. Contrary, <laughs> contrary to, popular, to people, popular, popular opinion,
1: many people's opinions.
0: I <laughs> would never actually ask, but I'm just curious. What's our email address again?
2: It's windown, windown at iHeartRadio.com.
0: So please send me like the best last name you've heard for real. I just really want to know because I think it's funny.
1: It they a fun. uh, caller of the morning show named Worm, and that's why he was calling. His wife did, or his fiance didn't want to take his last name. Really? Yeah, we did. That the really Seacrest morning, um, morning Show. Yes. So it's definitely happens. It's definitely oh, it definitely, definitely happens. All
2: I right. mean,
0: if you guys were to take it, let's say, I know guys don't take names, but if you were, I mean, was it something where, I mean, would you like your last name to be uh, Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Are yes. serious? Like which, Yes. As okay, close so as I can sorry. get to that. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'll sorry. change my first okay, name to I'm a sorry. I just asked, guy. Oh my god, Michael, <laughs> a lot of vagina. Okay, got well,
1: what it. We'll be really bad if no. your last name was vagina and it wasn't spelled the traditional way of spelling it. It was like V A J H. Y yeah, yeah. and E, and then you're like, every time you have to say, it's vagina, V-Y-G-H. You know, that and Maybe would be a I asked a
0: guy a wrong question. I shouldn't say, let's say, it was, it was if your last name was Scrotum. <laughs> it
1: would never be. I'm just, yeah, sure. How do you
0: know? Let's see. Let's Google it. Our Is time's their last
1: name Scrotum? Are more guys going to be taking women's names? Is it, are we finally well, I that I don't point? think
0: it's going
3: to be that. I think it's just going to be, I don't think it's going to be men taking the women's. I think that the women just may decide not to take The man's last name. Testicles and
0: scrotum are someone's last name.
1: (laughs) I see that too. I I, I think we Googled the same things.
0: Did you say scrotum last name? Yes, I did. Yeah. And it came up with testicles and scrotum last name. The scrotum family.
2: But but here's the thing. Zoe
0: Zoe Seldano's husband took her last name.
1: Right. Yeah, no, See, I, the I think that like, this time has come. It's just a matter of when it will become, when will the tipping point happen where it's a, a, a regular thing? It's still well, kind I of rare. think
0: it's a lot of girls now are not taking the man's name at all and just having separate.
1: Right, which I don't necessarily
3: have a problem with. For me, it's just about the kid. It's about.
0: Which is why ultimately I. Ended up
3: which saying, is right, yeah. right. Which is ultimately why you did it is because on paper, legally, I just wanted.
0: I want the same last name as my kid. Yeah,
3: I want the kid. I want the whole family to be were the
1: Cossens. It's weird. It's weird to friends. have it's mom and dad have different last names.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, that's I've right. always thought that was, and I just I want my last name to be the same as Jolie's at the end of the day. But I think it's also something where that is probably what's changing now, and it's just like, all right, this is my last name. That's your last name,
3: right? Which is uh, but rather that, but than
0: I guy taking but the
3: last but name as we as generations continue on. This is going to be the issue with that. Is okay. Women are going to start keeping their last name. Fine. Then give it some more time, like twenty more years, and then it's going to be like women are gonna be like, "Well, why do the kids have to take your name? Why?" Like, I they...
0: would want Jolie to take my name. That's that's just what's. And, but
3: that and that. Yeah. But I'm just saying this is going to be a debate, probably sooner than later, just the way the trend of society is going right now. Mm-hmm. Is well, why does it? Why do we have to take the man's last name? Why do the kids have to take the man's last name? Why can't they take the woman's?
0: Why? Equality. Are you mocking equality, Michael?
3: Oh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying there's going to be, it's going to become some sensitive thing now because society's over freaking sensitive to everything and no one can accept us Certain things are just the way they are. And I don't see there anything being wrong with a tradition
2: mm-hmm.
1: of that sort. I think it's so, good for the whole family to have the same name, whether it's his or hers. I think it's weird to have mom one name, dad one name. Some some families have the boy takes dad's name, the girl takes mom's name. Some make the kids hyphen the names, which just gets cumbersome.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: Oh. All right, let's take a break and we will come back with uh, Dr. Ho.
0: Sweet.
4: Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Mave. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA Scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online, or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store.
0: Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back. Tacovas, you guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. Tkova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by our local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today.
3: All right. I'm excited. Jana's excited. Let's bring in Dr. You're excited. I'm excited. Jan excited. I'm excited. Janna is excited. Let's bring in Dr. Judy Ho.
2: Woo! Yeah. Hey, Hi. There, Jana. Hi, Mike. how are you, Hi, saying, hey, how you doing?
0: How are I'm doing you? great guys. I'm doing great. How about you guys? We're good. We're so excited to talk to you.
3: Yes. I oh. honestly going into this, I didn't really know much about you. Then reading the rundown, let me just give this to our listeners. You are a triple board certified clinical and forensic neuropsychologist and co-host of CBS's show Face the Truth with Vivica A. Fox. Wow.
0: And you ah. have a book called "Stop Self Sabotage: Six Steps to Unlock Your True Motivation, Harness Your Willpower, and Get Out of Your Own Way." Um, and we were actually just at our son's nine-month well visit appointment, and Mike was, you know, reading down the rundown, and I said, "Wow, this is such a good topic for for both of us." But I think Mike kind of wants to kick it off because he's he's yeah. interested to learn more about that. And yeah, I am too.
3: Yeah, let <laughs> me let me just start you off with this. Uh, with we this have very we have question. two very
0: different scenarios so
3: yeah let me start you off with this question (laughs) dr judy what is the fine line because to me there's a there's a line between being realistic and being self-sabotaging so like what does that look like in your your professional opinion like what's the difference
5: that's an awesome question actually and no one's actually asked me that so this is a great uh, time to kind of talk about that distinction because you know there's some people who are they're just so driven. They have so many goals and maybe they falter on one or two or maybe they're just a little bit slow in getting to wherever they want it to be, but their vision is really big. And so is that self-sabotage? I would say no, because self-sabotage is actually repeatedly getting in your own way despite your best intention. So that's when you say, I have this goal and then you start to work towards that goal, but you are the mm. reason why you stop your own progress. Not because you know the world Not because, well, it just takes time to get there because this is a big dream of yours. No, it's like, A good example of this might be somebody who says, okay, I'm going to finally lose, you know, those 20 pounds. My doctor said it would be good for me. Let me get healthier. And they're so close. You know, they've been doing so well for two months. And all of a sudden, they just go on a crazy binge over a vacation for a week when they didn't have to do that. You know, that would be self-sabotage. Whereas somebody who's saying, well, I want to be, you know, the next elite triathlete, and they train for a year. It's like, okay, I'm still not an elite triathlete. Well, that's okay if you're making progress because that's a huge goal, and that
0: takes
3: time,
5: sometimes years, to get there
3: right
0: but also realizing that like okay I'm not going anywhere so is that okay to then stop when you yeah to what his questions like okay well obviously you know that you're not gonna be the next American Idol if you're completely tone-deaf but yet if you keep going and it's like you can do it like you've got to. it's like uh, when do you
3: yeah yeah, again when's realistic because I feel like people in general can talk themselves out of something And so it's you know especially for someone like me and our listeners have heard me say this a lot just issues with not feeling good enough or never really satisfied Mm. with something where I look back in my professional career or sports or this or that and I'm like did I did I work as hard as I could even though I know I did even though I know that I did but now after the fact I I question it so I'm like yeah uh, you know that battle is just (laughs) it drives me nuts honestly.
5: Well, totally. And I think that that is, you know, sometimes we talk about like precursors to self-sabotage doesn't mean that you're going to step in it, but it just means that these are certain traps that, you know, it can sometimes get people into more risky situations where they might self-sabotage or they will on occasion. And, you know, that sort of um, self-talk or like thoughts is a huge part of it, you know, because we don't have feelings or actions without thoughts first. And sometimes you just don't notice the thought. We, we notice that, that we feel bad, or, or we do something. And we're like, oh, why did we do that? But there's always like a thought process that precedes it. And so in my book, I talk about my theory where self-sabotage can come from like one of four places. And people can say that they see themselves in a little bit of each one or they see themselves in all four. It doesn't mean that they self-sabotage all the time, but it just means that these are your particular triggers. And so I put it into an acronym called LIFE because that's how I remember things is like make acronyms. And so LIFE, each of them stands for a different factor and so to your point mike you know what you were talking about could be something like you know so there's a four acronyms they stand for l stands for lower shaky self-esteem i stands for internalized beliefs. you know things that you might have you know even started to learn from childhood and as an adult you start to adopt them yourself and then f is fear of change or the unknown and e is excessive need for control and so sometimes when you like wonder did i do my best even though you know you did but that thought is still there it could be part of like for example an internalized belief where like maybe you just learn from a very young age that like you got to keep trying and like you're not good enough until you keep going like there's these messages that you get from parents or coaches or teachers and then as an adult you start beating on yourself with those messages even when you have tried your best
3: absolutely i mean that that resonates resonates completely with me is definitely part of my story and I have one more situation I want to bring up just personally. And and again, Jana and I are very open on the show. So if something for me is like Jana always encouraged me when I was done with my uh, NFL career and everything like that. And even people around me, they're like, oh, you should try, you know, sports casting and this and that. And you'd be really good at it. And, and me, I, I, I guess you could call them excuses, but I always told myself was like, yeah, that'd be great. But almost every player that retires, that's the first thing they want to get into. And every right. time that some guy that played for 10 plus years is a first, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer and multiple Pro Bowls, a Super Bowl, this and that, they get bumped to the top of the list every year those guys retire. So I'm like, mm. you know, maybe I'm not confident in my accolades that I achieved in my career or whatever it may be. But to me, I've thought of it as being realistic. And to Amen. me and his wife,
0: and as his wife, I'm like, okay, first of all, you don't have a face for radio. You've got a face for TV. You're so charming. Mm. You t- you are so, like, you ask amazing questions. You're so charming, and you, like, you would be, and everyone has met him. Is like, you need to do sports broadcasting, and I'm like, babe, I can link you with the right people. We can, like, it's going to be wor- a lot of hard work, but, like, you can do it, and it's just it's been so frustrating to sit on the sidelines. I'm like, okay, I can't push for a dream that maybe he just doesn't want, but I think he, he does want. So it's like, it's hard for me. Cause I'm like, does he want it? Does he not want it? Like right. when should I stop pushing him? Cause I want him to be so happy. I'm like, if you want to be a garbage truck, ch- I don't care what you do. I just want right. you to be, happy. be
5: happy.
0: But no, it's like, I but I also that. know, but I just also know like what he's capable of and what he's right. walking away from when he has an opportunity. And he could have those opportunities. So it's frustrating as a bystander to be like, why wouldn't you want to try?
5: Right. Well, not a, not only as a bystander, but obviously, like, as the one who loves him, and you're like, come on, like, I, I can see so much more that could happen, but we want to make sure that it's what Mike wants, right? And so yeah. that's obviously the struggle that you're having. But, you know, I do think that, Mike, sometimes maybe your thoughts do get in the way. And, like, there's these, like, categories of thoughts that we all have, you know, and, and everybody has them in different amounts. But, you know, one type of thought, though, is, discounting the positive. And I can definitely see that that might be part of your thinking that, you know, even when you've achieved a lot, you're like, ah, but that's not really anything that I could have done more. And it's almost like the same thing when you compare yourself to some of these other guys, like, well, but they've got like five, 10, 15 years on me. So maybe I'm just not there yet. Maybe if I even want to do that, I can't even do that for another 10 years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, while that's really awesome because it sounds like you're a very humble person who's like grateful for your opportunities, you can see how those thoughts can get in your own way. Right. Because for example, like Diana was saying, maybe there are people who are just like dying to get to know you and put you on air. But if you don't go for it, and if you don't like say yes to the meeting, then that wouldn't happen until you say yes, right? And so that could be a place where you could slip up and self sabotage.
3: Is it? I mean, you guys are talking about it. Something that's coming up for me. Maybe it's I do have a fear around. My concern is that my fears get validated. Right.
2: Yes. So see I yes. say I
3: do put myself out there and the reason that it doesn't work out is are for the exact reasons why I was hesitant in the first place.
5: Totally. Right. Because you're afraid that that might like, you know, validate or confirm like these deep fears that you have. And like, what does that mean about you then if you don't get it? And, and I think, again, this is like where our thoughts can get us in a loop. Right. Because what's happening in this case would be that if you don't get it, there could be a million reasons. It could be, well, this is just not the time Or we already had a person we were already talking to. So that spot was already held. And that person said, yes. And so we're not even entertaining any other offers, even though yours was a really close second, you know, all of these things could happen, but like your own interpretation though, of that, if it were to happen is, Oh, see, I wasn't good enough and I shouldn't have even done it. And, and you know, I talk all the time with people I work with my friends and my family and my clients, you know, about, the things that we tell ourselves when a situation happens like two of the same situations could happen to the this- two different people and they could have completely different reactions to it. Like for example if two separate people were laid off one person could have a thought like oh my gosh like what am I going to do for money? What am I going to tell my family? This is so embarrassing. And you can see how they would spiral. They would have negative emotions. They would probably go and isolate. But then the other person who gets laid off, they're like thank goodness I didn't like this job that much in the first place. So Mm -hmm. while it sucks Mm -hmm. to not have a job, like this is my time to reset. Let me think about what I want to do next. And you can see how that person can have a totally different cascade of emotions and actions after that they may even be looking up a little brief vacation you know they may you know make dinner plans with their friends and so that's kind of the power of thoughts right as human beings I mean it's like our greatest achievement and our greatest downfall that we have thoughts and we have language I guess what leads us to be the top of the you know food chain but it's also like what leads us to have suffering and that's I think an interesting piece of the puzzle is that the thoughts are what leads us to oftentimes our
3: suffering Most definitely. And let me just ask this too, on the opposite side of this, like if you're in Jana's shoes, just in our situation, for instance, like what do you say to those people, the loved ones, the friends, the supporters of somebody that see this person that they love and care for self-sabotaging themselves? Like at what point, like for Jana, for instance, or somebody else, how much should they push until they just realize there's no more, I can't push anymore. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, yeah, I know. It can be so frustrating, I think, for a loved one to see, oh, my gosh, like, I feel like you want this, but I'm not sure if you're just not saying it. And I know that you can even do more than what you're doing. But they just want you to be happy. I think coming from an external place, all you have to do is support and validate the person. But at the same time, that person it has to come from themselves. So you can say that. And you can support them and validate them. But sometimes it almost even gets like irritating, like, okay, I understand. You know, like it makes you feel almost frustrated, even though they're coming from such a good place. And so I always tell people it's a really good thing as a loved one to remind the person that you love to refocus on their values or their value system as a way to get them out of that thinking. So values are very different from goals. Goals are things that you can check off a list, right? I can run a marathon and I can check it off. But values are things that you want your life to stand for. It's what you want to be remembered by when you die. I mean, it's like what people, what you want people to know you for. So there are things that can't be checked off. They're usually things that you want to pursue for most of your life. Things like integrity or a sense of adventure or community or spirituality. You know, these types of things are examples of common values. And I feel like if everybody reshifted and focused on what their values are, and then derive their goals from their values. Not only will they find the goal pursuit more fulfilling, but they might also be willing to take more chances and like tolerate the discomfort, whether it's just your negative self-talk or like, you know, like negative emotions, because you're like, wait, but it's in the service of something really important. So for example, if one of your values was honesty, you're not going to have an easy road. You know, sometimes when you're honest Mm -hmm. with people, they get mad at you and they stop being your friends, but it's in your heart. You believe that honesty is really important. Important to you, then you're more willing to, like, withstand the distress that might come from it. So I feel like that might be a really good way for loved ones to, like, help the people that they care about see, like, something different from the kind of thought pattern that they've been in. Yeah,
0: that makes sense.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: What about the people, like, I do this and I know I do this. There are so many times when I'm like, I know I'm holding myself back, yeah. but I don't know how to fix it.
5: Yeah. I think that that is really common that you have that acknowledgement like huh I'm holding myself back but like how come I can't get out of it I think that's yeah that's part of why I wrote this book because people keep saying that like I'm so frustrated like we need a plan and so I think the plan is always to be able to like check out what thoughts you had before you had that feeling of like I'm holding myself back so, like once you recognize I know I'm holding myself back. But why is it like, what was your thinking before that? Like, what was the thought that you had just before that? Was it, well, I don't want people to criticize me. Well, I don't want to be like a know-it-all and show off. Like, I feel like people might not be happy for my success. Like, what was the thought that preceded it?
0: It's only like when I'm, like, uh, when I'm acting or something. Sometimes I'll be like, I, why don't I just let myself, like, I know I'm holding myself. Like, mm. I know I am. Like, I know that I'm getting yeah. in the way of my job. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, but I still can't let go. And I don't know if it's because I'm afraid to feel, if I'm afraid to. Yeah.
3: Do you want to, do you want to dive into that? Because I would love to hear like what you're, how you're holding yourself back.
0: I mean, because John always tells me, he's like, why do you, he's like, if you let go, you would book nonstop. And I'll start crying immediately Mm. because I'm like, I, but I'm like, I know that, but I, I don't know how to let go.
3: Let go of what?
0: That's the thing. I don't know what that piece is. I don't know if it's fear. I don't know if I'm afraid of feeling. I don't know if I'm afraid of like, Mm. I don't know. I like, I genuinely don't know. And I know it. Like every time I'm even like auditioning, I'm like, I know I'm like holding myself back right now. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? But I cannot physically let go. And the times that I've have, I've done it maybe twice. Remember when I was on Uh Tree Hill and I bawled afterwards because I was just like, it was Mm. such a, I, I just, and I don't know why. I don't know. I literally don't have the answer.
2: It's really
5: interesting. I'm glad that Mike asked you to dive into it more because it kind of gives some context to it. And I think we have to kind of shift back to that whole life acronym and see what is really getting in the way there. And as I'm hearing you talk about it, it almost feels a little bit like that the E it stands for excessive needs for control. I mean, these are like the overachievers, mm-hmm. you know, people who are like, you know, they're, I mean, they've gotten where they are because they were in control, like, because that's what set them apart. And it's ma- what made them achieve as much as they did. But also mm-hmm. that part of them can also um, hold themselves back, especially in like a creative, in a creative environment, like as an actor, like if you let it go, I mean, like you're putting your whole self out there. You're so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And It's like almost that sense of like, if I let go of control, like what might happen? I mean, yes, something amazing could happen or maybe not. What if it isn't good or like what if somebody says something and like maybe those types of things could could potentially get in the way of you doing something that, you know, you have the capacity for. I mean, does that sound like similar to like something that you felt before?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
3: So it's just got to be purely fear based, right? Just self-sabotaging in general.
5: Well, it's a good question, Mike, because I always look at self-sabotage as a very universal phenomenon. Like when people are like, oh, I don't self-sabotage. I'm like, I think everybody does sometimes. And then they'll find like maybe one area of their life where they're holding themselves back. Like maybe it's not love, but it's their career. Or maybe it's not their career, but it's their diet. You know, whatever it is, it's usually one or two areas. Not everybody self-sabotages everything. And in fact, almost nobody does. And so It is in some ways fear-based because there is a very biological and evolutionary aspect to self-sabotage. In my opinion, you know, when we think about human beings, like what's led to our survival is only two things. It's either attaining rewards or avoiding threat. And we kind of have to do both in balance, right? We have to like keep going for the rewards, but we also have to avoid threats. Well, in our modern day, threat is not a saber-toothed tiger. For most of us, we're lucky enough that it's not a physical threat, but it's more of like an emotional or psychological threat. It's like the fear of failure or like the fear that you won't get to where you need to go or the fear that you might be ridiculed or, you know, what if you try really hard and you still don't get to your goal? Then what does that mean about you as a person? And those types of things, when they take over and when that switch happens, where you prioritize fear reduction more than attaining rewards, that's when you self-sabotage.
0: Interesting. What's like, I mean, obviously the first step would be to read your book, <laughs> but in the immediate fix,
5: <laughs> yeah. What, immediate what is fix. the first? Well, well, I think the first thing, you know, is again, recognize that it's biological and universal because if you're like ashamed about it or you think it's just you, you're more likely not to tackle the problem. So like, just know that and accept that everybody does it and that you're not alone. So it's all good. And know that there's a fix. You know, know that there is a fix. I think that that's really the most important step. And then the second step is to look at your thoughts. You know, what are the thoughts that precede a negative emotion or an action that you wish you didn't take or when you didn't realize you self sabotage? Like, what was the thought that you had before that? And once you locate that thought, you'll probably start to see patterns to it. That like this thought has come up before. Then you can start to work with it. And so one thing that you can do after that is to try to reshift your thinking. And so. There's two ways to reshift your thinking, and I talk about it in my book. And one way to reshift it is to try to have a more balanced thought. Most of the times, our automatic thoughts are very like critical, and that they only look at one side of the picture. So there's a really quick technique that I have called "yes, but," and it means that you acknowledge mm. the crappy part of this situation, but you also acknowledge this other thing that you know you're already making progress, that you're already doing something to improve. So, for example, you know, somebody, you know, somebody that I was working with in my, um, private practice was saying that they don't think that they're ever going to reach their fitness goals. And then, you know, they're like, I'm never going to reach my fitness goals. I'm like, well, that is a very black and white thought. So like, how can we change it to recognize how you feel, but like also recognize what you're doing. So then she changed her thought to yes, this is taking much longer than I thought it was, but I'm making progress every day. Case in point today, I went for a run for 30 minutes before I came to the session. Right. I mean, so it's almost like saying yes to the part that isn't so great right now, but also saying, but what is better, you know, what has been shifting and just recognizing that and that balanced thought will just change the way that you feel. But sometimes you're just in such a crappy mood that you're not even going to want to do the yes, but you're like, I know the yes, but, but I can do it and my heart's not in it. And that's fine. Sometimes you can change the thoughts, but you can change your relationship to it. So oftentimes we have a thought and we automatically think it's true because that's like the power of thoughts. Like you have it and you're like, Oh my God, it's happening. You know? So what I encourage people to do is to use a technique called labeling. And labeling just means that you're labeling the thought just as it is. All it is is a mental event. It's just an event. It's not something that's true or not. So if you have a thought, for example, like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to find a better job. Instead of just leaving that thought as it is or even trying to change it, one alternate way to do this is just to put a little, just tack a little sentence before that. And that sentence is, I'm having the thought that. So then that becomes, I'm having the thought that I'm never going to find a better job. And it does take the wind out of the sails a little bit of that original thought. Like, oh, I'm just having a thought that that's happening. Doesn't mean that it is, you know, and even that small little quick substitution can really help people.
3: Absolutely. And Dr. Judy, you mentioned the whole, the life acronym. And I have one last question for you. Is there any kind of test or evaluation that just anyone could take to be like, all right, what kind of sabotaging am I doing?
5: Yes, there is. So I actually have this up on my website, and it's free to oh, take. Um, and my website is drjudyho.com. And the actual website um, link um, for the quiz is drjudyho.com. And then it's backslash stop self-sabotage quiz. And so definitely go and check it out. The quiz takes like five minutes, and um, you can identify your primary life factor right there and then know how to move forward from there.
3: Perfect. Well, Jan and I are definitely probably going to do that today. Thank you. And besides your website, where else can our listeners find you?
5: Well, you can find me on social media on Instagram and Twitter at Dr. Judy Ho. So that's D-R-J-U-D-Y-H-O. And I just want to encourage everybody to start watching season 12 of The Doctors. I'm a co-host for season 12. And
0: we've got some really cool topics coming up. Yeah. Yay. I love The Doctors. I was on there um, uh, when I was pregnant last year. It was, they're so sweet. Oh, yeah, I know there's
5: like a delight to work with. It's crazy. It's like you you get exactly what you see. They, they're really amazing mm,
0: people. Yeah, I love them. Well, congratulations. And again, seriously, thank you so much. This has been uh, eye
3: opening. It has been.
5: Yeah. Oh, it's been a real pleasure
0: talking to you guys. And I hope
5: to keep in touch with you both. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. Thank right. you, Dr. Judy. Appreciate it.
5: Thank you. Okay. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye.
4: Hey there.
0: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to Kova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tkova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Mark Easton.
1: Jana. Jana.
0: (laughs) Where are you guys holding back in your life? Where are you self-sabotaging?
1: I've thought of this. I mean, professionally, things have gone well for me, but there are all kinds of things I I would have liked to have done in my life. And the fact that I speak of it that way is a form Mm. of self-sabotage. Like, I'm not right, that old. because you still have time. You're right. not dead. I don't have to say, oh, I could have been this or I could have done this. I could still go out and do those things, but I don't see myself doing that. Why not? Because I'm comfortable. Mm, you know what I'm so- saying? Like, like I got my routine. I, I I enjoy my job. I'm paid well. Like, I feel like this is... I feel like this I'm at a comfort level, like this is it. But then I think, oh, that'd be so cool to do that. But like, do you really jump from something that's working? Like
0: what? Like what would you want to? Well, do? Well, I've
1: always wanted to do baseball. I've always wanted to do play-by-play baseball on the radio.
0: Oh, I thought you meant like professionally. I'm like mm, Mark. No, I think you. I've
1: always wanted to be a baseball announcer, and I think I'd be really good at it. But you'd be so. Oh, wait, good let at me it. hear.
0: Okay, um, Mark, this is your audition for a baseball announcing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Six four three double play. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go ahead, let me hear it. Uh, swing the ground ball to short, flip to second for one. Off to first, it's a double play. That sort of oh, thing. Mean. Absolutely, so you would be perfect at it. It's it's always going in my head if I'm watching a baseball game. How you would? How you would kind of yes, comment? Yes, I'm it. Doing so it, let's do
0: memory. it. I mean, why can't you do both?
1: I mean, there's there's because I think that involves climbing a ladder, like any other job. I have zero right. experience doing it, so I'd have to move to I don't know. Um, Birmingham, Alabama, or um, Elizabeth in West Virginia, and, and start there and climb the minor league ladder. And I'm not doing that. I got kids. But you got Seacrest. I got Seacrest. Can,
0: couldn't he help you out? Couldn't he make a few calls? <laughs> I mean, you have to also, you know, use your contacts you have. You do. You know? Yes,
1: yes, that's true. But I don't know. I th- it's still different worlds.
0: I understand that, but it's still Seacrest.
1: I think that will just have to remain <laughs> a dream.
0: See, that's See, what bothers me. But no, but, that, but that,
1: I think Mark Mark's
3: dream is very similar to what I, yes, what I'd love to do sports casting or ESPN, that'd be fantastic, but it's the same kind of deal. You'd have That's to nice. start out with commentating the game. Guess what? I'll well, be getting yeah, I'll be getting the garbage games. You know, D two games you have somewhere. To start
0: somewhere. How? But I mean, you sound right. Like, but
3: we have, but we have two young kids. That means traveling ev- during the fall. Have to during start the fall. Somewhere. That means traveling every weekend. If
0: it's your dream and what you want to do, you can't. You're not going to be Meryl Streep tomorrow. You know what I mean?
1: But Would you be fine with Michael being gone Thursday to no. Sunday or Monday My every single week. week? weekend? If it's
0: something, if look it. He what, he, what he said when he retired, he's like, I want to be a police officer. And I said, Wh- whatever you want to do that will make you happy. Sure, would I love him doing shift work? No, I mean, it would really suck for the family. But at the same time, if it would make him happy, I'm not going to like be moping around the house if it's something that he truly wants to do. And he was like, so he went to the, the um, orientation, orientation <laughs> to be a cop, you know, and he he ended up...
3: With the ultimate goal of going into the FBI, but...
0: And that's something where you know I was totally behind him because I I just I want him so badly to do what he wants to do and love what he wants to do.
3: Well, look, those dreams are gone because I can't be a secret agent when all of our life is already out there and publicized. So I can't (laughs) I can't do that anymore. Great, I'm
0: the reason. I I do
1: think you'd be a great color commentator. I think he would be
0: amazing at sports broadcasting. I think he'd be incredible. And there's so many things. Or it's like, and I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna go to you know the top one right away you're not going to be freaking
3: right but, but also know this it isn't just me stop myself it's also because i don't <laughs> want to necessarily be away from the kids like like mark said thursday mm-hmm. probably till sunday morning every single week during the fall I mean, like literally that, that, that's how it'd have to be because i would be on the road from thursday to sunday every single week during the fall and mm-hmm. if summer begin through through the fall because i'd have to be doing these games all over the country yeah so it's like, do I do I personally want to be away from my family that much?
0: I mean, I get that. It, it would almost be like you still so to tour. touring. Yeah, I get that. And that's exactly what I was going to say is like, I don't enjoy touring anymore because I'm away from you guys. Right. And so it takes out the two, fun now of Now it's two, we can yeah. bring
3: the whole family on the bus, like we did Jolie, Jolie early on.
0: Yeah. And it takes the fun away from it. And then I'm like, I'm miserable. Right. I have fun when I'm playing my show. Right. But I'm miserable in my bus sitting there all day, you know, missing my family.
1: Right. Exactly. So, so for Mike, that. it sounds like... I mean, it's something you would enjoy doing, but it sounds like the negatives outweigh the positives. At, to this, at this point, yes.
0: Unless he's on, like, game day. Yeah, unless you know. I get a
3: call from Fox Sports Step and like, top, hey, come yeah. do the, yeah.
0: Which, again...
3: Come sit with Howie Long and the Terry Bradshaw and the rest of the crew.
2: <laughs> sure,
3: I guess I can do that. <laughs>
0: I heard Tori. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: he would be good. I mean, that's the thing is he'd be so good. He, he's, you're funny. You've got a good voice. You know he the would. game.
0: And I get that he's not. You know, I mean, the guys that all I'm sure Andrew Luck is going to be the next dude sitting there. No, he, right. the, he doesn't
3: have the P. Doesn't have the. Right, but I'm just saying, or, like, yeah. those
0: guys get that opportunity first. Exactly. But at the same time, you also Tony Gonzalez
3: have- walks straight off the field right. into a booth. Tony hey. Romo walks straight off the field. We're also a connected booth, right. somehow
0: to Seacrest, so you got Seacrest.
3: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Jan's go-to.
0: But we got Seacrest. <laughs> oh, Lord. Great. Yeah,
3: okay.
1: Um, I have some emails well, if you'd like. Oh, I do, oh by wait, the way. We have one
3: thing we want to bring up, though.
2: We have
0: a out before that, though. We are going on a wind-down tour which oh. we're very excited about. And yes. you can get your tickets, janacramer.com. We're going to Chicago, Michigan, uh, Louisville, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, really? me. <laughs> Boston. Are we going to Boston? No, that was last year. No, I don't know. Just year. go on janacramer.com. We're coming to you. see you. We're so we're excited. And it's all country, the brewery. Oh yeah. We're coming there on Saturday. This Saturday, Torrey, I'm so excited. Miller
1: Lite, Irwindale Brewery.
0: <laughs> I'm so pumped about that. It's I'm so awesome. excited to see you. I know I'm excited to see you, too. I texted Tori yesterday and I was she like, did. I'm so excited to see you. <laughs> She's like, time. I'm I'm hosting. I have my wine glass. I'm ready to roll. I, I did. I was super pumped and I'm super pumped.
3: <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. We're going to have a blast.
0: <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun.
3: <laughs> um real quick. Yeah. So, we promised
0: What did we promise?
3: The listeners.
0: The listeners. Last oh, week. yeah. Yeah.
3: So, we mentioned to the listeners that we I were going to forget s- that. You forgot it. I've been waiting to Let's bring Let's call it, it the
0: five-minute breakdown. Okay. Of?
3: A new segment that we're going to be doing every week. Oh woof, woof. Yeah. We have homework every week. <sighs> Is the five-minute breakdown of the One Tree Hill episode that we just watched. So, I've...
0: <laughs> we have never... I've never seen One Tree Hill. Michael's never seen One Tree Hill. And... From being on the show for three-ish years, I feel quite bad that I've never even watched an episode.
3: <laughs> the best... Have any of you watched it? Tori, Easton? No. Love Lawrence, it. I guess. Love okay. it.
0: Okay, so we're... Yesterday? Okay, sorry. Let right, me go ahead.
3: So we started the first episode, <laughs> okay? And I don't remember the, the actors' names. I know Chad Michael Murray, but then the other one that plays Nathan Scott.
0: Nathan um, Scott. <laughs>
3: Lucas Scott and Nathan Scott. So... By the way, the, though, wait, the, out. Oh, no, wait, the wait, show wait. starts. <laughs> the show starts, and they show Nathan Scott and Lucas Scott, and then at, once you realize they're brothers, Jana goes, "Wait, they're
0: brothers?" Had no idea that they were brothers. Lying. That's hilarious. I swear, I no, had no Jana, idea. You're, you're lying. No, I swear. It was I had. unbelievable. That's the whole storyline. <laughs> but I told you, I knew nothing about the show when I got on the show. I knew nothing, and I was like, "They're brothers." It
2: was like, fantastic. He,
0: he would watch. Out the back of his jersey because they're both name is Scott. Well, he, we don't know that's We're only on episode
2: they, one.
3: We just finished episode one. He just walked in the whoa, gym. Whoa, whoa. and The whole team staring him down, like, "What up?"
0: Wow. Right, so we've got three four more minutes left. This talk. So Wait, I, I was very this. shocked about that. Um, also, I'm when he walks into the to the auditorium. Do you think that James Lafferty's character what's his name? Nathan. Nathan Sorry. Scott. Do you think that Nathan called him? You know what I mean.
3: No, I don't think. No,
0: why not? I think, I think he, he called him because
3: he realized he's a ba- Lucas realized he's a baller. He's a it's just baguette. so
0: weird because I know, like, I'm like Haley. Why is Haley like, like what? He shouldn't be dating that other Peyton girl. Like he's married to Haley. It's very interesting. Wait, from- they get married? Oh, whoops! Come on, Kramer.
2: <laughs> well, but I only know like
0: my. See
3: nah, why do I even watch? You can't ruin oh, it. Okay, sorry. No, it's, it's a roller coaster to ride.
0: It's a but, roller coaster. Okay, so ride. I'm. And then um, what else happened in the first episode? Moira Kelly, who, by the way, cutting edge, she played my mom in the, the Christmas, Christmas movie I was just in, had no idea that she was the mom. Everyone always said Karen. So I was like, okay, Karen. But now I know who Karen is. Karen's his mom.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it starts the whole show.
0: <laughs> it's fascinating.
3: What I think is fascinating, too, is when TV shows <laughs> do like sports Games.
0: <laughs> I thought it was good though I was like,
3: I was actually somewhat impressed Because I was like usually it's a lot worse than that Yeah gen- There's genuine like athleticism on the court It looked like But usually because like the production Is a lot smaller production budget And everything like that for like a TV show Where it just mm-hmm. looks like a joke Like even from like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air days where, when Will Smith's playing basketball, the court, the full size court, is the size of like half of an actual basketball court. So he takes like one step and he's already on the other side of the court. Like it was ridiculous. It was like five year olds played on it.
0: But when they played the game against each other, I didn't know who was going to win.
3: The one on one game?
0: The one on one game. I truly did I not know. You
3: cannot have Lucas win.
0: I, I don't know. Because it was almost like maybe he was going to let him win because That's he didn't my favorite character like right, right now.
3: After. after Season one, episode one, Lucas, Scott is my favorite character.
0: Don't tell Sophia that. (laughs) 90
1: seconds seconds remaining. Oh, 90 seconds.
0: Um, 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 I don't know. She came on after the next episode. I think she's in the next episode because they brought her in. She originally wasn't in the pilot, but then they wanted another female to come in and brew stuff up and she brewed it. it up. Got it. We need to have her on eventually. I'd love to have her on.
1: Yeah. So, um, okay, so go. that was
0: our five-minute one-tree t- to hill wrap
1: up. There are 187 <laughs> episodes. Are you really committing to watching <laughs> That's right. all of these? That's what Janice said last night. She was like, "Because <laughs> these
0: episodes, going like, into it, I in thought the day, dude, 22 episodes.
3: I thought the episodes were like 30 minutes. She's like, no, there is an hour show, so they're like 45 minutes. There's 20 something episodes in each season. <laughs> There's nine seasons. I'm like, good God, we're not watching anything for like the next three months. Well, I
0: mean, we just have to commit to More
3: it. than that. Enjoy. Let
0: us know if you guys like this. Let us know. Wind down. <laughs> you, I mean, you know those listeners the deal. are going to love it. Here's the deal, though. We can stop. It's fine. <laughs> I was. We were genuinely just doing this for you guys, so if you guys don't like us recapping the five minutes, we can take it out. Just give us an email. Let us know.
1: Maybe we go with three minutes.
0: I like three. Three is healthy.
1: <laughs> three is good. All right.
0: Mark's like, let's just cut it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I like it so far. How many seasons until we get to you?
0: Um, we've got six years. Oh God! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, but it's like we need the
3: backstory now. To it's ta- actually season seven, I come on, Jana,
0: season freaking seven.
3: You know what? I do love. What I'm not sure about One Tree Hill yet. I'm not okay. so on it yet. But what I do love are meundies.
0: Oh, you are obsessed. They're my favorite. Obsessed with meundies. You got them for me like three no, years no, no. ago. Time out. It was your sister. Oh yeah, it was my sister first. Your sister goes, "Hey, I know this is kind of weird, but like my underwear. boyfriend likes his underwear, so I'm gonna get you underwear." I know it's weird for a sister to get brother underwear. And since then, you have every shade, every. You I got the, the ones, ones with
3: roses on it. Mm. I got the ones with like the kiss lips on it. <laughs> I got polka dots. Red, I pink, got blue.
0: Yeah, like everything. And they also have me undies for girls too. Um, I've got the they're like sweat
3: sweat. Oh, I was suit. gonna say, and we got the pajama pants. Yeah, which are amazing. Mhm. You can finish it. Oh, thanks, honey. You're welcome. So, if you ever thought about getting some new underwear, I'm telling you, try me undies I love them. Jana actually even steals mine to wear at night. Mhm. You love to wear those at night.
0: I do really like to wear them. I've been a subscriber yeah. since like 2011.
3: I, I was an <coughs> early adopter. Wow. Look at <laughs> that. I'm, I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> at a boy. Um, but good thing about them, they are super soft. Like we said. They're, from Sustainable Fabric, and they're available in every size from extra small to uh, 4XL.
0: Ooh, what up though?
3: Yeah, and right now they have a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, and trust at least Ethan and I when we say they are amazing. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash wind down. That's MeUndies.com. Dot com
1: slash wine down.
0: Bam. Hey, Mark, we got any emails?
1: Shanna wants to thank you. She says, thank you for the advice oh, you gave you. me on the Mommy Issues episode. Hearing my email out loud gave me so much clarity. And on top of the fact that you're both unbiased bystanders, I was reminded of the feelings of hurt and disrespect from him. I'm standing up for myself. I'm remembering who I am. And I'm walking yes. the hell away from yes. this toxic relationship. Get it, girl.
0: Yes, queen. Yes. Also, shout out to our nurse today. Because she listens to wind down, she's like, "I love
3: you guys." Oh yeah, Jason's nurse said the Perfect. pediatrician. She's yeah. fantastic.
0: She's
1: awesome. Shout Katie out to her. But she made
3: because she gave him a shot.
1: <laughs> so, well, that's her job. <laughs> Katie's twenty five. She lived with a guy for two and a half years. They have two dogs. Uh, they live together. She says after we essentially planned our life together, he broke it off. He told me I was a hard person to love. Ooh. That's a phrase I hear every day of my life. This past year I've made some bad decisions with guys, my eating, my overall mood. Do you have any advice how to get out of this funk? Oh, Katie.
0: I feel like this is very similar to the email we did last time when hard to love. I said maybe it's not about like the guy kept telling her she's hard to love and I'm like, well actually that's something where I think the guy has his own personal issues. Mhm. But with this, I don't know, it's hard to get out of funk. You're kind of in a funk. Me? Haven't you?
3: No, oh. <laughs> I was. I'm good now. I'm Gucci. So, what did you do to get out of it? Yeah. Um. Honestly, for me, it was reading. Reading. Yeah.
0: Did you read that book?
3: Yeah, I've been reading more <gasps> of that book. Really? Yeah. Wow. That, and I have my like touchstone self meditation for men, like daily morning. I read those like every morning. Kind of gives you like a purpose for the day. Oh. Yeah. So honestly, that's something I've been doing more of. And I think it's really helped me. Oh, wow, babe. Because a a few weeks ago, I was really in a funk. You know, I shared on the podcast, whatever, a week or so ago, how we were in a funk. But we've since been way out of that. And for me personally, it took, for us to get out of funk, it also took me to get out of a funk and out of my own head. And it was doing something, like taking contrary action. You know me, I'm not a huge reader. Mm -hmm. Never have been. But I have a lot of books that I want to read. It's just like my... ADD kicks in and I can't just sit there and read.
0: Is it the book that, the how to be adult?
3: Uh huh. Wow. How to be an adult in a relationship.
0: I love it. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So I think getting out of it. So maybe try meditating, getting out of your funk every day.
3: Yeah. Do something, do something. The whole point is do something different. That's healthy that you don't normally do. So if you don't normally work out, go work out. If Mm -hmm. you don't normally read, go read. If you never really just go for a walk, go for a walk.
0: You know what I learned about Mike, Guys, mm. um, he doesn't like to be encouraged when he works out.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I'm Curse. the same way. I, I don't like that either.
0: I was like, we we worked out the other day, and I was like, "Come on, babe, you got this. Come on, you got it. Only two more. Like, come on, get up." He's like, "Stop." And I was like, "Ooh."
1: Fur.
3: <laughs> and then I told Jana a story where every like off season in the NFL, there's always like local college strength coach interns or guys that are doing, you know, getting credits for college classes that are in the strength program and they would come in trying to you know it's the first time they're nervous in an nfl facility and trying to kind of prove themselves so they get all loud and try to pump everybody up and i've had a mf a lot of them because i hate that <laughs> so they all come in young it's like let's go you can do it and i've gotten pretty mean with
1: some of those young yeah. kids from time to time because i I hate it. Why
0: do you not like it, Mark?
1: I don't know how to, I I just like to do it myself. I like to motivate myself, go at my own pace. Like my wife was an actual personal trainer. Like she's good at this. She's trained in this. I I just don't like it. I don't respond to it. I just don't, just leave me be, Mm -hmm. I don't want the attention. I don't want anyone looking at me when I'm doing that. Mm
0: -hmm. Interesting. See, I love it. I'm like, tell me how many more I got, scream in my face, tell me how amazing I'm doing. (laughs) Like, five, four, three, I love it. I'm
3: like you, Mark, leave me alone. (laughs) I know. I
0: was like, what would you like me to do, babe? Like, when we're stretching, he's like, don't say anything. I was like,
3: okay. (laughs) (laughs) Kindly leave. (laughs)
0: Because I love working out with him, so I was so excited when he came out to work out with me and my trainer, and then I was just like, mm,
1: all right, next email, Madison, says, "My boyfriend and I have been together for three years, and we're moving in together in a few months. He's 27, I'm 26. However, he doesn't believe in anxiety. Mm. I'm working on it, but I think oh. part of it is just my personality, and I don't know if it'll ever be fully fixed. How do I deal with your? How do you deal with your anxious thoughts? Fuck.
0: How could I even forget about this topic?
1: Let's answer the question. No, first. No,
0: no, 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 no. We're going to answer. And okay, fine. How can she? How can he? Can, how can she convince him it's real?
1: Well, I I can relate to this because before I had a daughter with anxiety, I was probably one of these guys. I was probably mm-hmm. one of these guys who would just be like, deal with it, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what I do when I have an issue like this. I just deal with it. But watching someone struggle with it, now I get it and I understand it. And I really feel like until you have that and, and someone you love deals with that, you're not going to fully get it. And I'm sure that, and I think we've even talked about this, Jana, yeah. that it's hard because people don't get it.
0: They don't understand it until... They've had it, and they think it's all in their head. And this is the best example I will give you right now. Michael had an anxiety attack. You guys? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. We were at. We were in. It's we all were fabrication. In, no, it's not. You guys, we were in New Orleans, and we were sitting down. And this is about the second or third time this has happened recently. No, what? Just let me finish my story. <laughs> we're sitting down for our date night. Like you know, we we let the nanny. We push, took the kids to New Orleans when when I was filming. We decided to have a date night. We go to this date night, and I can just tell he's getting pale. He's getting clammy. You know, he had some bread, took a little sip, a little teeny-weeny sip of his Manhattan on the rocks with Bullet. <laughs> or no, they didn't have Bullet that night. Anyways, and he started to, like, look down, and I was like, are you good? He's like, yeah, I just I don't feel good. And I was like, okay. And then he said, I think, I think I need to go outside and just get some fresh air. And I was like, all right. And so... He comes back in I said babe you know we can leave if you want to leave are, are you okay I, I like please know that it's it's okay if you don't feel good we can go right now we can take the food to go it's okay and I said can you just tell me your symptoms and he goes my heart's racing I'm, I'm hot I I I'm,
3: I am throw out. I
0: felt like I was going to throw up you know I just feel like I need some fresh air my heart's like yeah like pounding and I, I just feel like and I go babe That's an anxiety attack. Nope. And he will refuse to admit that was an anxiety attack. And he goes, but it just came out of nowhere. I go, babe, this is what you don't understand. Mine comes out of nowhere. We can be sitting here on a date night
3: and I can just,
0: but that's the thing. But I've never
3: had that happen to me ever before.
0: But there was something when we were talking about something too that somehow subconsciously triggered that and he had an anxiety attack and i was like he goes well how do you know i was like hello i'm like the epicenter of anxiety i know what this <laughs> is and i was like everything you just told me is a symptom of anxiety yeah you're not catch you're not trying to catch your breath and but it, that isn't that's not there's different types of anxiety attacks and that anxiety attack that you just had was exactly the one that i had when i was with my girlfriends at dinner and i was and i was having a great dinner with my friends and all of a sudden i was like Oh God, I don't feel good. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. My my hands are sweating. You know, I'm sweating now. You know, and I need to go outside and get some fresh air to be able to breathe. Like, and he's just he refuses to admit yeah, that, that he had an anxiety. It's not coincidental. He's he's like I'm like refusing to admit that he had an anxiety attack.
1: Why why, Mike, are you so so dead set against that? I don't
0: because he thinks he can control an anxiety attack.
3: Because I I've never had. Oh well, here's the thing too, and I've told Jana this recently over the last several months i i i know my body very well my body was my business for years so i'm very in tune with how my body feels and what's going on with it and for the last few months i've just felt out of whack like i'm i'm going to go to our our local physician get a physical just get my levels checked i just feel like something is off something just has to be off there's no way i should be as fatigued or or feel as Sick as I do sometimes, or or depressed, or whatever it is,
0: and he's even on depression medicine. Yeah, so I'm on. Not,
3: I take yeah. an antidepressant. I I'm on Adderall. Like, there's no reason I should be as fatigued or tired as I am some days when I take Adderall. Like, there's no way I should be. So it's just there's just something's off, and so I attribute it to that. I'm like. Whatever is going something on in my body. Something
0: caused that anxiety. That's the thing. That's a, Something, whatever is going on with you caused that anxiety. Right.
3: So I still, well, re- regardless of whether yeah. that moment was an anxiety attack or not, I don't I don't consider it as like me having anxiety. I just think whatever's going on in my body is just really effing me
0: up right now. And which caused you to have an anxiety attack. That was an, an episode of an anxiety attack. And he, I think he refuses to admit it because he thinks that he's m- more powerful over it. And I think that's what maybe to go back to Madison's email is we it's hard to like people think you can control it
3: well guys in general right right yeah we talked about our mentality 100 percent. so i would say from a guy's perspective madison if you talk to him we're coming from a place like if if, jane if you and i if it was from the at the beginning again and you told me you had anxiety and you came from a place of instead of maybe in the moment that she's having an anxiety attack she stays ahead of it and just and madison goes to her boyfriend's like look I know you don't understand this. I don't understand this. This is what happens to me sometimes. I'm, I, it sucks. I'm really sorry. But would help. What would help me is if I had your support and empathy during situations like this, and like knowing that
0: not make me feel crazy.
3: Right, not make me feel crazy. And like maybe having your support will help them subside or whatever. Because you know, you and I early on, I was definitely like, what the hell is going on? Like, just stop, basically. <laughs> You know, because I had no idea. Kind of like you were saying, Mark, like early on with your daughter, you're like, what do you mean? Just, you're okay. You're fine. Like right. Stop. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'd be like, I can't breathe. He's like, you're breathing right now. I'm like, yeah, oh, like oh.
3: if you couldn't breathe, you would be dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what he
0: said. That was exact quote. He literally, exact quote. I remember that. That was in friggin' um, your birthday, Salt Lake.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah. That was when she called the local fire department and eight, uh, poster men showed up at our door. They were. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyway, so so if she's able to kind of stay ahead of it and just and just bring him in, like be vulnerable when it's not going on in that situation, in that in that moment, I think as a man, I would be able to receive that a little bit better, and it would make me feel like I,
0: right I can I can
3: be it. like a, a a support for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Night
0: and shining armor,
3: right? I can be
1: your your hero a little bit. That's good. That, that's good advice because she needs to tell him exactly what she needs from him in that situation. When it's not going on, that's something I had to learn and Mike, you had to learn. So I think Mm -hmm. if you guys are really going to move in together after these three years, he's going to have to come around on that and, and, and be empathetic and understand what you need from him. Yeah. And we, and as guys, we
3: love to be needed, right, Mark? So it's like knowing that our woman needs us.
0: And you hate to feel helpless, which in anxiety, you feel helpless because you don't know how to help. And that makes
3: us defensive. Yeah. Yes, absolutely.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
3: All right, we have one more? Yeah, yeah I think we has, got a
0: show, guys. I think we did. A show. I think we got a show. Guys, that was really fun. Good good topics.
1: Great topics.
0: I'm excited to see everyone in California this weekend at the Fest. It's going to be a good time. So uh, me Cal and Michael be. Country at the Brewery. SoCal Country at the Brewery. We'll see you there. And if you want to see us live anywhere else, go to Kramer.com And we'll wind down again next week. Bye. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacobas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacobas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tecova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tecova's store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
6: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
1: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?